The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Paula V here. I am thrilled to share with you today an amazing woman, Dr. Allison J.K. She is joining us today to share some awesome information about her work. She's a mastermind body energy healer, author. She's, she's just amazing. Let me, let me start with a little bit about Dr. Allison. She is a master mind-body energy medicine practitioner for more than 20 years, a world traveler who lived and worked at an international school in Asia for 10 years, who currently facilitates outrageously rewarding energy healings for clients worldwide, which has earned her the nickname Lightning Bolt. I love that. She is the founder of the Vibrational Upgrade System, and her more than 20 years of experience includes working in and teaching yoga, meditation, qigong, energy medicine, mind-body fitness, longevity, and holistic health, with a specialized focus on the chakra system. Dr. Allison is considered one of the leading experts on using the chakra system as a roadmap for thriving in mind, body, and spirit applied in a unique way. She authored her cornerstone book, What If There's Nothing Wrong, in 2013 and will soon be releasing her follow-up, Vibrational Upgrade, A Conspiracy for Our Bliss. She currently resides in Florida. I would love to share with you, Dr. Allison. First off, doctor, I would love to say welcome. I am so honored to have you on the show today. Thank you, Paula. Thank you for having me here, and I'm happy to be playing with a colleague who's also into Reiki and the beauty of working with energy. I just, I've had a training this week, and I just gave level two uh, attunements, and it, coupled with my energy medicine vibrational upgrade, and it's always fun. And one of the things that I was saying, because of uh, some other practitioners who one of my students asked, Dr. Allison, is that story of Dr. Yusui where he fell face down in the puddle of water uh, crying after being in the beggar's quarters for seven years and realizing that many of the beggars who were set up to become responsible citizens were showing back up in the beggar's quarters. And after Dr. Yusui recognized a bunch of them and started asking them, why are you back? You were given the Reiki 
to be able to become responsible, productive citizens, they said it's easier to be um, a beggar. They don't want the responsibility. And that was him falling down after seven years of work, coming right off the mountain in Kyoto, you know, seeing the symbols and saying, I, I can't give it away. It always has to be for an exchange. And so there was discussion of level two set being set up to go out into the, to be able to treating other people instead of level one where they're just able to treat themselves to not give it away. And they're asking, do all trainings from all practitioners have this story? Or Because they've seen people saying, I love offerings only or by donation only. So I'm, my answer was, I know, obviously, they don't all include the story. One of the other students was there getting, and I typically do this, I redo other people, other teachers' trainings because I'm, only six removed from Dr. Yusuf. Money is really pure with Reiki. It's only one of the six energy medicine modalities I use, but it's the first one. And um, a lot of teachers don't do the full four attunements for each level, and they're butchering it with a lot of um, American enhanced or enhancements with other symbols like crystal Reiki, rainbow Reiki, a mm-hmm. Reiki. You know, and so they were they they were asking like how do I go forth now with it basically and the response for me was well that's in part of my great efforts is to professionalize what we're doing here to that's why I wrote four hundred and sixteen pages and what if there's nothing wrong I wrote it last year living in Taiwan, um, to give people the perspective of what it's like to live where people think energy is more powerful than the physical. It's not reversed there and um, how their health care, their health and wellness and longevity is over there compared to what we have here in America. And the idea of um, energy and light and information, spiritual well-being being valued, but not to give it away. Not even my recommendation is not even to do it for a love offering. So anybody who is helping to professionalize Reiki, like the National Association Reiki Professionals, I'm a member of, my students get 10% off. They have a host of studies done in um, a controlled setting of what Reiki does for different diseases. And it's more in the hospitals now, more nurses are getting trained in it. So it is becoming professionalized and valued like it should be as a counterpart and alongside the Western medicine, which is only good at trauma. And it's known that it's only good at trauma for years now. Harvard Medical School did a worldwide global study. I mentioned this in my first book, What If There's Something Wrong? And the medical system in America isn't even in the top, uh, it's only number five in the um, measurement of all industrialized nations in their trauma care. And that's what we're considered best at. We're, we, we're bad with our mortality rates. We're bad with our chronic care. We're not considered a good medical care system. And so the kind of work and knowledge that gets done that I've been bringing from holistic practices, like my yoga teacher training in India, my Qigong teacher training in uh, Taiwan amongst the Chinese, and my living in Asia for 10 years, already an energy medicine practitioner going there to study energy. It's an entirely different management of self. When you approach a person as an individual, you see what may have led to their gastric upset, which is different from person B's reason for gastric upset, so they get different treatments. Yes. And the daily management, holistic, preventative practices of just being more aware of our thinking, being more aware 
of our emotions, being having tools in our society that value the daily management of that instead of focused on the valuing of productivity and then therefore successful physical, tangible results like what kind of car, what kind of job, what kind of degree, what kind of home, what kind of clothes that are all measured in that kind of external physicalized way. I know that not all Americans do that. I know that more and more Americans have come to value their health, but only in the face of tragedy, which is more of what my book, What If There's Something Wrong, talks about. We're going through the biggest evolutionary leap in humanity's history, and I could go on and I will go on, but there, I'm really grateful to you for having a show with Reiki in its name, and thank you. It's good to be on the show with a colleague. Oh, I love it. And oh my gosh, I I have to say, I was so excited when you said you give four attunements. I You are the only other practitioner I have met that does that. I do that. And I love it. I think it's fantastic. That is so cool. That well, that's so the way it's meant to be done. I mean, yes. I'm, yeah, having lived in Asia for 10 years, I, I have an appreciation of tradition. I mean, the Qigong series that I teach, there's 18 movements in it. In the monastery, they would only teach the first of the 18 movements for one year. The students had to be in the monastery sweeping and being around the energy of what it's like, that kind of discipline, and earn the right to learn the next 17. You don't just give this stuff away. It's secret power. It's, it's, you know, it's like that. Do you remember that uh, commercial about laundry? Um, Ancient Chinese secret, huh? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes, yes. Dr. Yes. Allison, I would I would love to have you share with us what brought you on this beautiful path that you're on. What how did you come to be in this area of profession? I was born in, I was born like this. Um it's funny because since I, I, I lived in Asia for the, I moved there two months before nine eleven. I came back five years ago. And since then, I've been doing, I've taken this work full-time. I've been doing it part-time for 20-plus years alongside the classroom teaching and the international school level and an administrator at the international school level. And now it's been full-time for the past five years. And I've been doing a lot of media interviews. And people ask that. And I hear other colleagues of mine saying, well, I have this diagnosis and I have to deal with it. Or I just, I have this problem and issue and crisis. And I've always been this way. Paula, I woke, like, at age six, I walked through the woods with my older brother after school every day, and I was just, like, opened to nature and attuned to it and just reaching out with my heart and just connected with it and feeling all one with it. I've always been, like, this um, special beam of, of sunshine, if you will, so to speak. It's how people have referred to me. My mother would tell stories of when we used to go for bike rides as a family. I would offer my ice cream cone um, when we got to the ice cream uh, stand, I would offer my ice cream because I loved it so much to everybody at the stand. Like, you want to taste it? <laughs> so I've always been <laughs> very, like, in the energies of the spiritual, of unity, of interconnection. I've always lived it. And, and when I gave my first um, treatment to someone out of energy medicine, to someone outside my family, I actually had uh, what I came to understand later was my first past life memory and I had I saw an image of me with my hands over somebody else's abdominal cavity in another lifetime and it took a while for me to understand that I mean I teach courses on intuitive development as I'm sure that your 
doing as well in some capacity because we have to when we work with energy medicine. How do you interpret the sensations that you get intuitively and helping students and people understand that? So I've, I've been teaching meditation for 22 years and I've been meditating for 23 years and it's a brilliant tool to be able to have the detachment from our thinking mind enough to be able to separate and see the thoughts come up. And so uh, mental, cognitive, ego mind, intellectual thought seems to be cognited, like there's a mechanical machinery that's in motion, one thought after another. When it's intuitive, it seems to be like parachuted in, dropped in, or just floats by a lot lighter. So I got this intuitive kit that um, I waited for what the image meant. I had an energy first when I first put my hands over this woman's abdominal cavity. And then I got, after that, since that feeling, I got an image of a woman with dark hair bent over much the same way I was right there in that moment. And then I got the sense of the black spiral um, tube or tunnel coming out from behind me, behind my back. And then I ended up hearing South America, down south. And I was in Florida at the time and as I am right now. So what I came to understand later when treating clients like years, decades later, is that black spiral um, was a kind of indication of taking me into past lives. Because I've had that when I've worked like on back injuries, a woman got a knife in another lifetime throw in the back and I had to repair like up through that black tube. It, it, it was never a part of my training from my Reiki master. I, didn't, you know, I had never read about it was just a thing that my intuition used to communicate that to me. So I've been doing it for a long time, apparently, and it's cool because it's very natural to me. And so I just naturally followed my passions, my interests, and learned how to play with energy and cultivate and shape energy because it was a part of me that I already knew, and so I just needed new tools for this lifetime, apparently. Yes. And I know for some of the listeners, Paula, I, I never, like, I know. I, I never went meant that I knew consciously to go into past life exploration and living in the East is just assumed. Reincarnation is just assumed and it runs the entire society's choices. Like here we assume that we need science to back everything up and we need to see it before we believe it. And it's just assumed. It's an undercurrent in everything we do in our society. Over there, reincarnation is. And what is the visible has more power than the visible is what runs the East. And so you don't question it. It was just fabulous and fascinating to live in a, an entire hemisphere whose cultures organize around that at the subconscious level, just assumed. Because, like, the separation, when a child's born and they have a real um, intense passion or they're really interested in something or they're really good at something, it's just assumed that it's a carryover from a past life. I mean, they don't – it's just got fascinating to watch how that doesn't get separated. So – I never meant to go into past life uh, discussions, and so I'm sorry if I, it, it kind of terrifies some of the listeners, but it's just assumed in a whole other part of the world, half of the world. So it's an aspect to um, Buddhism, and uh, there's actually proof. I did a radio show with Dr. Raymond Moody. He's done studies around the world. There's actually proof now um, of reincarnation, and so if you want to look into it, you can. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Fascinating. Oh my gosh. I feel your energy, Dr. Allison. I just feel your energy. It's just so beautiful. I, I'm just loving all of this. Thank so. you. Yeah, you're going, thanks for saying that, Paula, because you're 
everybody's in training in the um, in the phrase vibrational entrainment. When there's a higher vibration, um, it, then it entrains up the the lower vibration. So you're getting cleared. Anybody who's listening to this, you're getting cleared while you're listening to my words. My words are encoded. It's like a Buddhist transmission. My words are encoded with uh, an unconscious energy. That means you're not understanding at the conscious level that you're getting a sense of a shower of light right now. You're not knowing that consciously. But like Paula just said, the feeling, the feeling is the intuitive. I don't mean emotion, the emotional. I mean more the feeling, the sense. Yes. Like the instinctual. One of the things I have so much fun teaching lately is the gong for. I do mind body fitness because I'm also a personal trainer and I've been focusing on the core for over a decade and a half through Pilates and, and Qigong and yoga and meditation for 23 years. I mean, it's just the core is essential. And one of the things that I've been doing is calling it rewilding yourself. So the gut has been, you know, people have gastric upsets or they have, you know, um, contestants <laughs> because of eating too much, too much wheat and too much cheese, which God bless bread and cheese is the American staple. Um, and, and it, so it's clogged in, in that whole area. In the, we, don't, we don't listen to typically, we listen to the mind and, and people have, you know, layers of fat there or typically the connection to the gut is just very much not something um, the average person in America is working with because it's just not something valued in our society. And I know kombucha tea is something I drink every day to help in the probiotics and yogurt. Oh, is I to help. love it. Yes. And it, but it's the thing, like, our instincts are there. Our instinctual knowing is there. So when we get a sense of something, that's a whole other form of information different than the thoughts that sometimes, most of the time, in fact, you can't trust. Because they're they're influenced by an entirely different source that isn't necessarily your innate self. It's yes. conditioned by society, or it's something you're actually hearing somebody else's thoughts, or you're just subconsciously repeating the pattern of your parents, or or, or teachers. Living outside of this country really helps a person see how conditioned, encaged, and contained a society becomes by its beliefs. And so when you start meditating, you start looking at the mind, you start unraveling um, with the energy work, like working through the chakras like I do, you start unraveling the beliefs that a person could come to me that with that lead to having money issues or having a chronic back pain or having an upset stomach or having heart palpitations or having anxiety or having depression or for any of the variety of reasons people come to me for. You, I mean, by then, you get a sense of tightness. So the beliefs have caused contraction in your system somewhere along the lines, and they continue to build on themselves. But just going back to uh, uh, the reason, there's so much I could talk about with the beliefs and how they end up, we just operate day to day, not even questioning what our mind's throwing out for thoughts. And I talk about this, I teach workshops on this, I teach this in my yoga meditation class every week. So it's a long conversation. What, but what I want to point out right now is the most valuable aspect is don't believe all of your thoughts. In fact, don't believe the majority of your thoughts. And because we spend so much time in technology on our gadgets, it's enhancing mental activity even more. So it's like we disconnect from our bodies. And that whole field of information that our gut has for the instinctual knowing is just um, not tuned into. So I've been working with re 
what I call rewilding ourselves to get that that gut instinct back in as being a part of nature and the animals that we actually are to get that back intact for people. I and love also, this, doctor. I love this. I, I'm afraid we have to pop out for a commercial. This is such fantastic information. I, I know the listeners are loving it. I'm loving it. So, uh, everyone, we will be right back. Dr. Allison, we will be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Paula Vale here, host of For the Love of Reiki on VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know the nutritional power of seeds? A seed contains 20 to 30 times more nutrients and antioxidants than the fruit. Ancient civilizations fell in love with black cumin and used it for all ailments. It was considered sacred. Seed nutrition can be a complementary addition to the lives of virtually everyone. Seeds have anti-inflammatory, anti-aging, and antioxidant benefits and more. If you would like more information about this great nutrition, please go to my website, wellnessinspired.com, and check it out on the products page. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Paula V here with Dr. Allison. Oh, my gosh. We are just having so much fun today. Dr. Allison is just sharing some amazing information your background, Dr. Allison, and the work that you do is just so fascinating, and it's such a gift for others. I, I am so grateful. I, I would love to begin this segment and, with 
asking you, why is your energy medicine, why is it called vibrational upgrade? Well, so you gave a bio of me, and are you, are you hearing an echo, Paula? Um, no, doing, doing good on this end. Okay, just wait, that's what happened on my end. Good, it's gone away. Okay. No, it's their back. Um, so the vibrational upgrade, if you look at my bio, there's a ton of different things that I do, and, and sometimes people who are used to a, a separate kind of specialist kind of focus I don't know how to react to the very deceiving variety of what I do. So I have the personal trainer certification and background of ever since I've been a teen in gyms um, that I've taken into the mind-body focus and Pilates is a part of that and fitness, nutrition, specialty certification is a part of that and core focus and core strengthening is a part of that. But if somebody comes to me to lose weight, I'm actually, they're on the table and I'm working on their second and third chakras, which we can talk about in a few minutes. And then I have the Qigong background and I teach that. And then I have the yoga and meditation teacher training in India. And I've been meditating for 23 years, teaching it for 22 long before I went to India and doing yoga since I was a freshman in college um, alongside the, the weight training. I, I took freshman year, one semester of weight training, and then one semester of yoga. It was pretty funny. And so... Um, then the energy medicine, five different modalities, and then I created my own. I miss out a PhD as a holistic life coach. And so there's a varied background in there, and it could seem like I'm scattered and unfocused to a person who's expecting specialties and, and focusing on, you know, you specializing as I'm focusing on the intestine um, or I'm focusing on feet. But that's not the nature of holisticness. Holisticness is you understand something from the full 360 and so it's the human system as a whole that everything's interconnected and if I were to just focus on the foot I'd lose out on the head and the head's effect on the foot as in the Chinese system it's you know the meridians that connect to every part of the body so when you go to an acupuncturist and you get needles for something going on in your liver and they're in your left leg in your thigh but you're there for your liver you might be wondering why is this happening so that's in the Chinese traditional Chinese concept that of meridians that there's these highways that uh, are lines that run throughout the body connecting all the parts of the body and then in the yogic system there's chakras that then have nadis which are the equivalent of in the yogic world of the meridians but there's like 100,000 plus of them you know, like side routes and highways and alleys and interstates are the main ones running along the spinal column. And you can think of the chakras as like the main city centers that you take exits off the interstate for. And then there's all these side routes coming from each major chakra throughout all parts of the body out to the tops of the toes and out to the tops of the fingertips. And so everything's connected in the human body. And you can notice that I, did, I do have a specialty focus on nutrition and on my gut because in many cultures it's understood that the foundation of immunity is in the gut. The heart's quite important, too, and I focus a lot on that by the teaching of meditation to help quiet the mind so one can hear the heart. And, in fact, when I work with a client on the table, 
one way. I have a lot of professionals who are very analytically based, whether they're software designers or marketing analysts or accountants or lawyers or doctors or nurses, very left brain geared. And so when they're laying on the table, I'm um, a lot of the times working with their heart to help open their heart chakra, which is what I consider a backdoor approach to quieting the mind because that's very much why they're coming to me. Like, I just need my mind to quiet down. So um, the vibrational upgrade is working with all the different tools that I have to give a person a vibrational upgrade. So when we're heavy or when we don't have a lot of energy, when we're depressed or when we're um, a lower vibrancy, then that means there's old beliefs that are weighing us down and they're stuck in our tissue. Feelings uh, don't ever go away. When we bury them, they get stuck in our tissue and at an unconscious level because we're not consciously aware of them. So when I come in with my hands-on energy medicine when I can, or when I come in with my verbal clearings, I can clear out that stuck energy. And one of the first things clients see after working with me is they feel lighter. And in all meanings of that word. So even while you're listening to me, I alluded to this earlier, it's a vibrational entrainment where I'm a higher vibration. Whenever a higher vibration walks into a room and there's lower vibrations, it entrains the lower ones up, which is in fact what's happening by any listener who's already engaged in the work similar to the Reiki for the title of the show or the you using anything in your lives for joy and happiness levels that is raising up because when you're depressed, you feel lower. You have less energy, right? And when yes, you're, yes. you know, when you're joyous and happy, you have a lot more. And I don't mean energy. I, I mean energy in all meanings of the word, including you know the yes. get up and go. <laughs> so the vibrational entrainment is it, the vibrational upgrade is an aspect of vibrational entrainment, Paula, because. Like, I've been doing this work for 20-something years, and I'm doing it now full-time because, and I feel like I was yanked out of Asia and, like, pulled back to America just from the way it went down, me leaving Asia. It was very odd, um, and it felt like the universe had it was the major hand in it. I, I, it's one of those times in your lives where it, it's, it was one of those times in life when it feels like, okay, this is somewhat destined because my choices here don't seem to be making an effect, having an effect. My preferences don't seem to be having an effect. (laughs) (laughs) I was brought back here. And we're in humanity's greatest evolutionary leap forward. Um, It's considered, it started in 2012 and it's going to last until 2032. And there's specialists around the world, including myself. I have a radio show about this myself um, on humanity's spiritual awakening and, and dispelling the myths around 2012 and what that meant. In fact, by the Mayans' understanding, they built those pyramids. I was the yoga teacher and energy medicine practitioner on a cruise to the Mayan ruins for the December 21st, 2012, with a bunch of uh, alignment, galactic alignment, as it was called, with a bunch of scientists and experts around that phenomenon. They were using telescopes on the roof of the cruise ship and we got special uh, permission to do a special ceremony with a Mayan shaman right at the pyramids on the day of the alignment. And with that, it was fabulous. And with that Mayan sh- and the, the ground was just um, pulsating. I was in bare feet. I had gone. It was the first place I went, actually, when I came back from Asia, the first international trip I took when I came back from Asia. And I'm pausing because I'm in Florida. It's not that international in my world because it's just down south a little bit. But 
um, comparatively to Asia in this long flight that was. But it was the first place I went to the year before, and the ground wasn't pulsating on my bare feet. I took a friend and a client there. Um, the year of the of the galactic alignment, the, the ground was pulsating to oh, my feet. So, that must have been uh, fantastic. So the Mayan shaman, though, Paula, said that the reason, the whole reason why they built these triangular pyramids, it was absolutely fantastic, and this was the best part, was because what they saw was, that was going to be coming onto the Earth in 2012, they wanted to help the Earth have a way to harness how high these vibrations are, and vibrations or energy or chi or ki or prana or life force is measured, and it's understood to be electric and magnetic. So... Life, I mean, you, we can go into that later. I go into it in my first book, What If There's Nothing Wrong. But the Mayans understood that, and they saw that that would really, the Earth needed help, needed assistance. So they built these triangular stone-shaped things called pyramids to help the Earth be able to kind of like split up the power of yes. these new vibrations coming on onto the Earth around, that they saw happening around 2012. That's what we're going through. And it's raising the vibration of everything. And it's having massive effects that our medical system doesn't even know um, is happening and affecting people coming in with sinus issues and people coming in with feeling something weird or just feeling off, not feeling like themselves. I mean, the first two years that I was back here, I had more clients saying to me, I feel like I have a cloud, a gray cloud around my head. I don't feel like myself. And there, was re there were reasons for that. We're going through a massive clearing in anything that is globally, in anything that isn't of a higher vibration as we move into humanity, spiritual awakening is getting dropped away, is getting worked with. And some people are, are having, it's, it's like a zit, having its toxins come to the surface before it can be popped, or a fever needing to peak before it breaks. That's what we're going through globally. So any of the lower vibrations, like greed, like jealousy, like vanity, like selfishness, like fear, like intolerance, all of that is being washed to the surface because we're, get, we're moving into a time of unity, collaboration, community, no separation. Um, co I could go on and on. Let's just stop there. That is so, so the old powerful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful what we're going through right now, but it's bringing up a whole lot of reactions in people, and they don't know what to do about them because the common understanding isn't from this global global perspective of really what's going on. So that's very much why I'm doing the work I'm doing full-time. I love it. I love it. Oh, this is so great. Well, let's pop out for another commercial, Dr. And mm -hmm. we will come right back. This is just some fantastic information. I'm enjoying this so much. Everyone, stay, stay tuned. We will be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. 
beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone. This healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Paula Vale here, host of For the Love of Reiki on voiceamerica.com. Do you know the nutritional power of seeds? A seed contains 20 to 30 times more nutrients and antioxidants than the fruit. Ancient civilizations fell in love with black cumin and used it for all ailments. It was considered sacred. Seed nutrition can be a complementary addition to the lives of virtually everyone. Seeds have anti-inflammatory, anti-aging, and antioxidant benefits and more. If you would like more information about this great nutrition, please go to my website, wellnessinspired.com, and check it out on the products page. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you are just joining us, I am here with Dr. Allison Kay. She is a master mind-body energy healer, author, India-trained, yoga, meditation teacher. She She's absolutely fascinating. We are having so much fun today. So Woo! welcome. Yay, so much fun, doctor. I love it. So, Dr. Allison, I really I really would love to ask you. Sure. Uh, how does your vibrational upgrade energy medicine that that you do for others? How does that assist us? if we are looking to become more of, let's say, our authentic self, what, what would you say to that? So that whole term, Paula, authentic self, it actually took me back a little bit because I didn't understand. I'm just going to give away a lot of a sense of me. I didn't understand it at first. Um, now, you got to keep in mind, too, I was still freshly back from 10 years of living on the opposite side of the planet, with a culture that couldn't be more opposite from us. Um, I mean, I've lived, I've lived in other cultures. I've lived in Turkey. I've lived in Israel. I've lived in Greece. I've lived in Venezuela. I've lived in England. I've um, lived and traveled 
in Egypt and um, just all over the globe. And the Chinese culture is the exact opposite. The Indians, the more the exact opposite. So I, my mind was still, the culture shock was much worse after 10 years of really learning. What in a lot of ways felt like intuitive and, and innately made sense to me when I was learning the basic philosophies and foundational philosophies of the Chinese culture. Um, and it helped me unlearn some of the things that have always felt counterintuitive here in America to my being as I learned them, like some of the rules and ways of approaching So I um, don't know how to live without my guidance. I don't know how to follow life and create my life if I'm not listening to my guidance and I don't hear my guidance if I, I've always heard my guidance because I don't lie to myself and when I when I am keeping something unconscious when I feel like I'm not able to see something when there's a block I have either journaled meditated or gotten some help to get my my own back because I can feel the mist fire I can feel the offness. So when I first heard that term for the reasons I just listed, I had no idea what it meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like in my body, I, I, did not, I, I did not get it. It did not compute. And so when I started to gain further understanding of where American culture had gone in the 10 years I was uh, away, because again, my, the timing I was, if you think of the bigger hand and we're all chess pieces, the time I was removed from this country was two months before 9-11 happened for 10 years. Wow. So it's this country changed a lot, and I wasn't here for those changes. I was off deeply studying Buddhism, meditation, and energy from a holistic perspective and living my life and some of my own personal um, karma over there. And so what I understand is when people are asking for help with alignment with their authentic self, it's alignment that they're asking for. And what I know alignment to be is clearing out where we're out of misalignment, which is exactly what I described with myself. When there was somewhere where I wasn't aware, where there was unconsciousness, and I, I had a feeling of offness, that meant I sensed the unconsciousness. So people, there's this, and I said this in the beginning of this interview, there are so many cultured beliefs that aren't even true. And people are starting to sense where those beliefs take them out of alignment. And alignment with your higher the whole meaning of the word yoga is to yoke with, from Sanskrit to English, it means to yoke with, which is to yoke with our higher self, to yoke with source, to yoke with creator, however you construe it. And so it, I think that's what is meant by, by looking for one's authentic self, is how do I live in alignment with what I know to be the truth uh, and the guidance? from my higher self and from source and let all that is false fall away. And then in that process, I create my life based on what is true for me. And so in the, what's implied when I say living in alignment, living in guidance with one's higher self is, for example, I chose to move across the planet for 10 years. Yes. That's not an average choice. So by, by living in alignment, you're, you're knowing your truth and you're following it. I, and again, I don't know how to live otherwise uh, than that because I can't get away with lying to myself. I've never been able to, um, and I never really tried. Um, maybe my 20s a little bit. <laughs> so then I help people by clearing out the unconsciousness in each chakra 
with the energy medicine I do, vibrational upgrade. And so I use a variety of tools. If it's at the subconscious level, I'll, I'll use the energy medicine that's applicable for that. If it's at the chakric level and I really need to move some unconsciousness and I need to activate the positive aspects of that chakra to help them, because my intuition, I've been called the lightning bolt because of the power of the voltage, and I've been called Hawkeyes because of the power of my seeing. And so usually within the first session, I'm, I'm given guidance about what they're actually here for. So tons of people can come to me and say, I have back pain, I have this chronic issue, I, I'm thinking about divorcing my wife, I, I want to switch jobs into a career that's more meaningful, any reason they could come to me that they can feel off in their life when in fact they're coming to me to get aligned with their higher self, but it just shows up as some other version of typically crisis yes. as they're working to get in alignment during this vibrational upgrade time. So, um, yeah, awesome. I, and all of the work that I do is dedicated to helping somebody get in alignment, which means hear their authentic self and then make their choices and create their life from that authentic place or in alignment. Love it. Dr. Allison, with that 10 years, 10 amazing years you experienced in those other countries, what would you offer, what words would you offer to us today that you take away from that that you really feel we should hear? Well, that's actually what 416 pages was written to do in my first but there's nothing wrong. I wrote it in my last year in Asia, and it was completely presented for the person who hasn't made those choices, who stayed here, got married, had kids, uh, created a mortgage to pay. And so it's for an armchair traveler with presenting how much the world around us is created based on our beliefs of the hemisphere. And so presenting the differences, like in the Chinese and in the Indian, those are the two I go into the most, but I had intimate. I was intimately involved with the Thai culture, too, um, every single year. But I, I, I felt like the Chinese, due to my trainings um, in the Indian yogic world, were the best ones to present. And so the bottom line is that the physical, valuing the physical and, and needing to see something before you believe it, it's just a concept in the West. In the East, it's uh, valuing what you can't see is more is the leading tenet there, where what is unseen holds the importance in the culture and it has all the law, not the physical, tangible. So it's just it's here because of a, a historical tracing of why those beliefs serve the purpose historically at the time, and I do that with what if there's nothing wrong. So it's actually understanding why energy is so valued in the East, and we dismiss it and need tests for it here. Yes. And how, yeah, so. Do Dr. Allison, tell us about your new book, What If There's Nothing Wrong? Tell us about that, please, and tell the listeners how they can order that book. So my first book, What If There's Nothing Wrong, is on Amazon in my website and the second book uh vibrational upgrade a conspiracy for your bliss uh, is going to be available on amazon july 26th is when we release it I've, i this book wanted to get birthed through me what if there's nothing wrong was much more of a conscious intention there were parts where i i mean i thought it was going to be a lot shorter and i had wished it would be, <laughs> be a lot shorter the first book but 
I had to keep going. And at one point I realized, oh, okay, so this book is kind of getting written through me. So um, A Conspiracy for Your Bliss, the, the, that's the subtitle. The main title is Vibrational Upgrade. It's really to show how our systems individually, our mind, body, and spirit system is designed for our bliss. Through all of the work I've done, within the chakra column, within with clients from around the world, both genders, all ages, all issues, I, I give specific examples when I'm presenting a concept to allow for evidence of, yes, our systems are wired inherently for our bliss. So it's really uh, by the end, and then I, by, in the end, in the third section, I present some of the yogic philosophy that helps like around the own symbol and actually in fact what that means and it was beautiful because the last part came from going to learn at the feet of one of the main gurus most indians responsible for bringing and opening up yoga in america um he's the founder of kripalu and he's blessed the book and i, I i've treated him and I've been at his feet to gain his wisdom, and so some of that wisdom is shared in the very end of the book about the yogic philosophy, about how we are designed for bliss. So it's really a following up on what if there's nothing wrong, the first book that I presented the Western reader with, or an English-speaking person, whether it's trilingual or whatever. And the second book is following up on that, A Conspiracy for Your Bliss, again, the main title being Vibrational Upgrade, as if to show that it's just your mind that's convinced there's something wrong due to societal beliefs, due to the need to market, advertise, sell products, including health care, and that what if there, I know that's radical for some people to hear, what if you looked at our system from the way that the chakra system is designed and understood, and, and you, just, you just for a minute took on those glasses and saw a system that, has health, optimal functioning, only when it's happy, only when it's choosing to live its life based on its authentic self. And it's designed to thrive when it's living in alignment with its truth or from its authentic self. And that happiness creates humming finances, humming relationships, humming health. So I present that. In evidence form, what I'm still, what I was saying in my first title, what if there's nothing wrong with the second book? I'm totally excited to get it out there. And I use some yogic wisdom um, learned in, by experience and from one of the gurus at the end of the book, in the advanced section, to help. Oh, I love it. I love it. Dr. Allison, with, with just a couple minutes left in the show, what last words would you like to share with everyone today? So, you've heard a lot of words, but notice how you feel for the rest of the day after listening to this. And if it's nighttime, notice how you wake up the next morning. And really tune into and start to tune into that. Because that's the information about what you're doing at the unconscious and subconscious level, not your mind. That's secondary. And so, if your energy your energy can create a mind that then therefore, based on the energetic undertone or the unconscious and subconscious undertone, your mind will then be predisposed to think certain thoughts. 
but it's the energy first. It's the consciousness and unconsciousness and subconscious first. So tune in more. And then if you feel better, if you feel lighter, why don't you give yourself a chance to play and see how much further you can create that feeling of well-being. And come in to my website, allisonjk.com with one L, and sign up for the Tuesday night call. It's my most advanced call. It's where I am really clearing out blocks that can stop you in any way, shape, or form. And I'm tuning into your system, but it tends to always work for the group as a whole, and it's powerful stuff with the group energy. It creates a very different, there's very advanced people on that Tuesday night call. It's a very, it's a very sacred time, and there's a lot that's happening in that time. And so um, I feel like I'm being asked to kind of help move humanity forward with that Tuesday night call in this way of like helping like people have said I've used it to replace my negative self-talk um, it, it's a way to diffuse the societal grip on somebody's self-talk and the societal impact meaning the conditioning from advertising that you need this product you need to look this way or the it, it, the from your upbringing, the conditioning from mom and dad's own upbringing, you know, just getting repeated with you if they weren't conscious of it. Um, you're not good enough or you're not going to be able to do that or there isn't enough money or you can't afford that or one's own self-restriction. And this is a lot of what I talk about in the second book too because it, it, it's so much a focus in my work. That Tuesday call is very sacred to me. Where the fifth chakra comes into play here because it's very important with where we restrict ourselves, where we feel limited. So a tight neck, a tight jaw, uh, constant clearing of the throat, some of those are symptoms of feeling very restricted and limited in what you're able to choose. So what I'm doing is I'm opening that up by clearing up the subconscious blocks around why you limit yourself, why you feel limited. And I challenge people I just put this out to my list, and it was fabulous to respond. So many people did it. You give yourself three months on the Tuesday night weekly call. It's not it's live, but it's recorded. If you can't make it live, no worries. And they, a lot of people go to sleep to it every night. One woman said it replaced her sleep medication. And see what kinds of changes after three months of this quote-unquote reconditioning and clearing, and then I'm downloading the opposite or the positive ends up having you choose and create. So that's the group healing call. So that's what I'd like to leave people with. What else is possible? A lot. Come find out. Let yourself say yes to finding out what else is possible. Please stop listening to your mind when it shuts you down because it's going to do that. If you go for more, it's going to automatically, reflexively say no. This is why I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough energy. No, I can't because whenever you go for expansion it's listening to your soul and the mind preferring to stay safe because that's its job to keep us safe that's back so whether it's with me or somebody else please know that when you go for expansion your mind is automatically going to list those reasons why yes. try to hold you back i love it yes oh this this has been so fantastic this has been so fantastic dr allison i i am so grateful Yay! Yay! Yay. I just want to say a big thank you to the listeners out there in the U.S. and around the world. Love, hugs, blessings. I'm so grateful to have you with us. Dr. Allison, love, hugs, and blessings your way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Paula, for having me on. And I'd love to actually invite you on and gift to you the Tuesday night call for next month. You want to do it? 
I think it's a great idea. Yes. Okay. Okay. Goodbye, everyone, and a happy day to everyone. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.